0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day. Spotlight your destination for African business made simple. My name is mudiwa Gavaza. And for today, we do get into a very fascinating discussion. And I say fascinating just given um, what we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks, threats of a recession. But, uh, you know, uh, a lot of uh, talk about a downturn in the economy, consumer pressure, um, all of these, uh, you know, different factors. And when you look at uh, the technology land- Landscape. One of the big things that's happening. It's always great to see businesses that are looking uh, at different ways to solve the issues uh, that uh, ordinary people are having. So today we're going to be talking to uh, the team from uh, Naked Insurance. I, I think by now, just uh, based on the, on the amount um, of uh, of advertising, you know, that's uh, out there, uh, many people would have heard of Naked Insurance by now. One of their biggest. Standards is the fact that uh, they have something called cover pause, uh, which means that, uh, you know, you can pause your cover when, when, let's say, your car isn't in use and then switch it back on when it's on. Uh, I I think I've very much simplified, you know, one of their standout features. But the big news is the fact that uh, they find themselves in a situation where uh, they are raising capital and they've managed to raise quite a good funding round that is a Series B round that they've been able to to um, raise we actually covered their series it should have been a series a uh, a couple of years ago and if i remember correctly that stood at around 120 million rand at the time Uh, so for today we're going to be getting some details from alex thompson who is a co-founder at naked just around the latest uh, capital raise uh, what the company looks to be doing with the funds what the capital raising environment is like and uh, also just prospects for the future Alex, greetings to you today.
1: Thanks very much. It's uh, great to be here. Uh,
0: so before we get into the fact that you guys have raised, uh, you know, a big chunk of money that I'll allow you to elaborate on just now, Naked Insurance, just, uh, you know, for the few people that have not seen the billboards or the ads online, you know, just a little bit about the company. Yeah,
1: so we're a, we're a fully digital Insurance fitness offering insurance for cars, home, car contents, single items like phones and laptops, bicycles, etc. Um, you know, I think what's what makes us different is that you can do it all yourself, up on our app, or on our website, and and you can do it extremely quickly. So you know, rather than dealing with call centres or brokers or anything like that, it's you know, we we put the control into the customer's hand, and and you know, they can yeah, you know, they can buy insurance in minutes, they can make changes to it, claim on the app, really, really everything. And, uh, and we've seen, uh, yeah, we've seen a lot of interest in this. We see it as being a a big change that's happening throughout the insurance industry globally, and, and certainly in
0: South Africa. There's certainly been a lot of excitement around uh, the insurance tech or insure tech um, space in South Africa over the last couple of years. So definitely a growing space, and obviously that's now attracting um, a lot of um, investment. Uh, so the the funding round now we can get to the numbers. That's one of the big things in any funding round that people are always interested in is to say what is the number, <laughs> you know <laughs> that uh, that you guys have been able to raise.
1: Yeah, so, so this is our Series B, as you said, and it's, uh, it's just we rate managed to raise $17 million. So depending on, on the day, it's about 290 million rand. Uh, and yeah. and the round is is being led by the International Finance Corporation, the IFC, which is a member of the World Bank Group. And we've also got uh, the TEG, which is the German Development Finance Institution,
0: who has joined the round as well. Uh, That's actually quite big. Uh, Like I said, we saw the last round at 120. And I remember at the time, that was like, you know, quite a big funding round at the time. So for you guys to essentially more than double. Uh, what actually happened uh, the last time. That's actually quite exciting. And to see those international institutions actually coming in and giving their backing, literally putting their money where their mouth sits uh, with uh, some of these investments. One of the things that I do understand about funding rounds is the fact that in as much as the investor chooses who they invest in, there's also a piece where the investee sort of you know has has to choose whether or not to receive investment from particular investors. Could you just talk to us about the rationale on that front for you guys? Absolutely. You now, when we talked naked we were
1: we we always we always had a a, a sort of slightly altruistic through what we were doing. You know, we all wanted to make a really positive difference in the country. We wanted to we wanted insurance to realize its purpose to you know for large numbers of people in this country to you know really try and make their lives better because a lot of people have got uh, very mixed feelings about insurance but it does actually play a written really important role in a society and yeah that's been our purpose from day one and it remains the case and you know organizations like the IFC and DG are, are very much aligned with that they want to see you know the financial, financial services in general but you know certainly uh, insurance playing the role that it can play. So they're, they're key to support businesses that are making insurance work better, that are expanding access to insurance. And so we, we've seen a lot of alignment around that. They're also you know, very much long-term investors. You know, so we see this as being a, you know, really a, like a long-term business. It's something that you know, insurance takes a long time to, to become you know, a significant player, you know, to become a household name. And they are, they are really keen, like our investors, to walk that road with us.
0: Mm. And one of the things that is interesting when you come up with uh, something like that, I'm pretty sure that there's uh, some symbiosis that you have to also be thinking about um, when the guys are um, looking at uh, looking at these investments, and also at the same time, who you know these guys are, growth right because I'm sure that's one of the big things that you guys are trying to drive you know with something like this could you give us some insight because I'm sure there's an international expansion somewhere on the cards here um. <laughs> <laughs> could you give us an idea just around what the um, what the naked business looks like right now and when I say looks like you know whatever metrics you can share either usage number of customers whatever it is just to give us an idea of what you guys are doing before we actually talk about the uh, the growth that you guys want to get into.
1: Yeah, you know, we, as I said when we started, we 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 really had the ambition to build a, a significant business in this market, and, and I think the main thing we we've managed to is to is to so, so far anyway hit the targets that we set ourselves at the beginning, and so we've, we we you know we've built a, a strong growing insurance business that is you know that I can't unfortunately give you specifics in terms of numbers. But you know, we're a good size um we've got a large customer base that's you know is, you know that's growing strongly every day and every month and you know we're on an extremely on an extremely good road
0: and when it comes to the expansion um what are you guys uh, looking at doing is it investing in the platform is it investing into other markets is it uh, getting more skills you know into the business how are you guys thinking about growth
1: yeah, I think a couple of things. I mean, all of the things you touched on there are, are certainly on the mark. Um, I'm, going so I'm, focus with this race is actually, uh, South Africa focused. We, we want to make the the platform that we built even better. So you know, we are we definitely expanding the team, particularly in areas of machine learning, artificial intelligence. You know, really to make you know, I think a lot of what we're doing is, uh, is is ahead of a lot of the market already, but we think there's a lot more we can do in, in taking the way in which insurance is delivered using data science and AI and that sort of thing to improve the customer experience, you know, make it something where, for example, at claim stage, it's even faster. You know, we were able to pay out instantly in, in a lot more cases, um, you know, where there's, there's just a lot more automation and intelligence built into the system. Um, to, which I think is really what customers want. Right? Nobody wants to hassle with their insurance. But they don't want it to take a long time. And so we think we can we can do a lot more with that. So yeah, so the sort of focus is is definitely on deepening the platform. Um with instead certainly our plans to expand the product range and and do look at other markets. And and you know I think within within a reasonable period of time we we will do that. But it's not something where we're sort of rushing out and trying to plant flags in half a dozen countries. With this fundraise, the purpose is really to build an amazing business in this
0: country. Uh, perhaps you know just to drill down a little bit around uh, the South Africa focus because it makes a lot of sense. A lot of businesses sort of ground themselves at home before they look outwards, and other other businesses, you know, decide very early on that we need to scale outwards before you know, sort of concurrently, um, with what's going on in the home market. Uh, maybe you could talk to us just around, I, I guess, that aspect, the fact that you guys are focusing on the South Africa market, um, where I can imagine that you know others might be whispering in your ears to say, surely you guys should have moved out by now and all of that. Just around that grounding, what's, 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 what's keeping you guys so focused on South Africa?
1: Yeah, I think you know, your comment that I think we should have a lot of businesses rush out and, and and start expanding. You know, while the while the local business I think still requires a lot of work, and there's, there's there's so many cases of businesses of our stage who you know have got a lot of management focus and a lot of capital going offshore, but haven't really been able to convert and do anything meaningful. And, and so we're quite mindful sort of about. I think particularly in the context of insurance, you know, it's a heavily regulated environment. Every country is different. And and you and and the and the dynamics that tend to give rise to success in insurance vary a lot from one country to to another. So we don't want to be too kind of uh, arrogant to think that we're just going you to know take over everywhere. And I mean that said, you know, I don't give you the impression that we we're not looking at it. We are looking at a number of opportunities in other countries, and you know, I, I think we will be we will be operating in other countries you know relatively soon.
0: All right. Um, one of the things that I appreciated early on about Naked, because we've been following it for some time, I believe when I started hosting this specific uh, podcast a couple of years ago, I remember, I'm um, actually going to um, Naked's offices at the Times. Uh, it was at the Harlard, um, the Harlard campus over in Parktown at the time. And uh, we spoke to Ernest. And one of the things that he let us know is that uh, three co founders, um, yeah, the three co founders, Ernest yourself, um and uh, I think it's pronounced summary. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh you, that all three of you were what uh were, were actuaries, you know, that had come out of the insurance business. And one of the things that I was curious about is to say where are you guys spending, you know, a lot of the your time on? Because we started off saying that you guys are in insure tech business, right? Which means it's that um uh, is that uh, path crossing of uh, insurance and technology? Do you guys sort of see yourselves? Are you working more on the technology of the platform uh, that allows people to do all this stuff on their own, or more the insurance, you know, side of the business?
1: You know, we're three actually, but I think we're quite different people. You know, so each of us have got a very, very different focus in the business matters. So, I and I mean, you know, so speaking to myself, for example, uh, you know, in the early days I have got very heavily involved in the technology. I even did a bit of coding. And and you know, and, and I think, you know, as a as a startup founder, that kind of goes to the territory. You you do what's needed. You know, so yes, when you're a consulting actually, you know, you're very specialized, you know, a lot about Slack, like quite a narrow field. As you when you work in a in a startup, you just gotta get, get hands dirty with with anything and everything, right? And you know, so I think I think for us personally, it's been an amazing journey because you know we we have got exposed to things that we you know we just wouldn't have previously in our, in our previous careers. Uh, you mm-hmm. know we and uh, you can imagine that the marketing side of the business is is a, is a completely new thing for us. And you know, none of us had ever worked in consumer marketing before. That's been an amazing journey. Uh, you know the, the sort of user experience, the side of the technology has been a has been a has been a lot of fun. We, we've really enjoyed that side of it. You know, and and many other and many other things. It's, it's certainly stretched us as individuals, but it's been an incredibly like meaningful meaningful journey, and I don't, I don't think we could be the, I don't know happier in, in our careers than we are right now. It's really it really has been cool.
0: uh sticking to the technology piece. I'm glad that at some point you immersed yourself in the world of coding. Uh, because I think uh, literally at the moment, everyone, their sister, dog, cat, and acquaintance has heard of ChatGPT, generative AI. I guess the words AI, I n- I've never heard the words AI being spoken of as much as, as I have in the last two to three months. How, if at all is that you know playing around on your radar uh, because you guys already have you know from the from the get-go you guys already had elements of machine learning in the platform already so you know how are you guys thinking around you know all of the stuff that's going around around AI
1: when we started I mean this was sort of the kind of thing that we were anticipating
0: you know, I've mean, didn't know
1: exactly what it was going to look like but we expected there to be a lot of improvements within the space of AI and so we were um, you know, trying to position ourselves in a way that, as these things emerged, we'd be in really well positioned. And you know, I think we're still all figuring out what generative AI is going to mean for 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 business, for for careers, and and so on. But we see we see a lot of potential. I mean, to give you you know one one piece of it, you know the you know our platform is a is a sort of customer self service platform. Where people buy shares themselves They and they change it themselves. They claim themselves. They do it themselves. And a lot of people feel, you know, but you know, can a customer actually do that? You know, do they have the skills? You know, don't you need to have like a degree in finance or insurance to be able to figure that stuff out? And we we just don't think so. We think that a modern human, a modern consumer, is able to do their own research to to figure out how things work, to make their own decisions, and and tools like ChatGPT. I think provide, you know, a really sort of a fishy platform for people to ask questions, get answers. Yes, obviously, you've got to be very careful. There's a, there's a lot of risks with these tools at the moment. So, um, you know, certainly there's further to go. But as these things get better and better, it's, it's a very aligned with, with our philosophy, which is that the, you know, the individual can, can take control of these things themselves, that we need to be playing an enabling role. Rather than the sort of traditional paternalistic role of you know we know everything and you don't know anything you know we're really trying to allow and enable and empower people to take control of their insurance and finances. Generally,
0: mm. it will be interesting to see how the space develops over time. Um, I can imagine there's applications around uh, to the expertise and training aspects that you were talking about that whatever gaps people might have around how to go about let's say a claiming process if there's a chatbot in the background that intelligently understands the back end of let's say your business and it's able to you know walk a person through the process that might be an interesting application we'll see how that does develop but in the interest of time we've got two things that we want to get from you uh the first one is around the fact that now that we've walked this journey with you guys uh, we've seen where the business was from where you guys are now and what it is you guys want to do big curiosity on my end at the moment where you guys are is who's using naked like who is the consumer or who's the business that is using naked at the moment in south africa
1: when we started it was you know the earlier adopters in this business right, but it were definitely your kind of tech savvy younger kind of person that you know who's really frustrated with dealing with with call centers and was running their lines on their on their phones. And you know, a, you know, coming through COVID, there's there's clearly been an acceleration in digital adoption. And what we've seen is that our proposition has become increasingly mainstream. So we we're really finding that your your typical consumer, your typical consumer, your typical insurance consumer, is increasingly looking at Naked and increasingly buying and staying with Naked. So, you know, you know, yes, they, you you you've got to be comfortable, you know, using Uber or you know, booking your flights online or something like that. And that's not everybody, but it's you know, it's most people these days. And and so we're seeing, I yeah, was seeing a, a fairly similar profile to the rest of the industry uh, on new business. Uh, maybe slightly younger, um, slightly more tech savvy, but but not significantly so.
0: Okay, uh, I can imagine that you know the because insurance is already quite daunting for a lot of people already. That uh, it would make sense that um, when it comes to a self, you know, a self-service type of platform, that your tech-savvy ones would be the first ones to jump onto that, and hopefully they can help and evangelize, you know, everywhere else. Ending off, you know, just going back to the capital raise itself, you guys have been able to to get, you know, this is probably – the one of the bigger one of the bigger rounds that we've had for a south african company uh, obviously in 2023 but even when i when i just think back at the last year or so yeah because i think before this it was what was going on you know with other fintechs with i think jumo and yoko etc so you guys have been able to raise quite a significant amount of money so on that as a parting shot could you maybe talk to us about the economy what the economy has done you know for capital raising at the moment is it hard is it easy um at the moment to you know to get those checks but it shouldn't come as a surprise to your listeners that's uh
1: it is it is tough fundraising at the moment you know there's there a lot of startups that are finding it's are finding it, are finding it heavy and. You know, we I, I think perhaps a combination of, you know, the business being in a very strong position and and therefore having, you know, an number of investors that are very keen to to invest. And probably just a bit of a bit of good luck, to be honest. I think you've always got to recognize the role that black players in businesses like us. Um so yeah, it's it is tough. There's going to you know, there are a lot of startups that are having to rethink their business plans, you know, make make alternative arrangements. We feel extremely fortunate to be in a situation now where we've got, you know, we've got cash in the bank, we've got we've got a good runway, and we can, you know, we can go forth on a very positive footing.
0: Just talking to people in the industry, one or two as a follow-up, one or two people in the venture capital space. Um, I remember one person saying to me that the best case scenario in this in this environment where tech valuations are down um your best case is to be valued at whatever you are you were in the previous round at you know at the current moment is probably your best case scenario just given where the market is advice for other people that are raising uh that are trying to raise cash right now is this you know a good environment and maybe you could delineate between uh i guess that dynamic of trying to raise money locally versus internationally
1: I mean, certainly it's not just a local thing that the, that the fundraising environment is challenging, right? So it's not, it's not necessarily gonna be easy raising internationally either. Um, you, know, you know, look, the main thing, right, in a tough economic environment is to focus on sustainability and to try and get cash positive. Now, I mean, this is, I mean, this is not advice Like, I can up with, I mean, Sequoia and many others have talked about how your focus as a startup at this point is to get to a place we don't need funding as quickly as you possibly can to minimize the amount two, uh that you have to raise. obviously if you can get to that, then you can you can keep going maybe on a slightly bit slower growth trajectory than you originally had in mind. but you know that at least gives you the ability to survive
0: and get through to what will hopefully be better times in the future. All right, so that's been it. We were talking um, just around uh, the capital raise uh, that uh, Naked Insurance has been uh, has announced for today, raising uh, seventeen million dollars, um, which you know, depending on when you're listening to this, is uh, <laughs> is roughly in the two hundred and ninety million rand, um, you know, range. Big capital raise um, for an insure tech company, and you know, quite encouraging to see um, that as long as uh, business is. Uh, growing and it's shown those uh, signs of sustainability uh, that there are people that are still willing to back um, you know some of these local businesses uh, and then also just getting into chats around uh, what's going on in the capital raising space it is difficult at the moment uh, but one of the things that alex talks about is the fact that as a business you're trying to get to a place where you don't need to be raising capital as much as possible uh, but um, you know where you do having those fundamentals in place is really great and then one of the things that uh, you know that did fascinate me is the type of person uh, who is using naked it's a lot of uh, you know the tech savvy people but it's proven to be quite mainstream um, from what uh, alex has been able to give to us so that was us we were talking to alex thompson who is a co-founder over at naked insurance alex thank you so much for being with us today thank you absolute pleasure This, this is Muduwa's Take. T- Really great uh, just to see the fact that uh, there is still a fundraising activity uh, that's going on out in the market right now. Uh, The fact that people are still willing to put money behind South African technology businesses. I think earlier in the week, we also saw a funding round uh, for Sendmark, another company that we've actually had on this platform around cybersecurity. I think they've raised $7 million as well. So good to see that. Um, there is still that appetite on that end. One of the things I would be curious to understand is why uh, Naked chose to do a Series B as opposed to maybe extending the Series A. But, you know, when you do look at it, it is a business that's growing. Um, So I guess maybe that justified things from that end. And having those backers that are international likely sets them up, you know, quite well um, whenever they do decide that they're going to look outwards when it comes to, um, that particular expansion and then lastly i guess the growth of the insurtech space uh, that's actually been an interesting space tied you know as a branch of uh, financial technology or fintech which has been a really hot area um, of investment uh, for startups over the last maybe five even ten years um, so you know great to see that some of that momentum is still there in the market Pocket costs or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail, and this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight, which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning. <music>